Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 14th virtual show because of COVID-19. Our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to our podcast or on air on 1150 AM KKNW on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge in today's local events and our economy and how they can affect your money. And if you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast or here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50. And I actually forgot to disclose that my co-host, Keelan, is not here. He's on a road trip with his family, well-deserved and excited for him. Uh, Keelan, if you're listening to the show today, hope you, Angela, and London are having an amazing trip. So I'm going to fly solo, solo today. And our lineup for today's studio show, we have David Schwartz of Orient Entertainment, adapting entertainment to the world of virtual events. We also have Celeste Hubener of Celeste Hubener LAC, creative medicine to live your best life. And last guest in studio, we have Pierre Ferval of Full Rev Photography. Is your face the missing piece of your marketing plan? Great information and great guest in studio today. For more information on any topics discussed or to chat with our guests, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at moneyhour.com. And let's start out today's show as we do with each week with a little money chat. Money. Money. And the big news for the week from the FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Agency, who announced last night that they would be assessing a 0.5% fee on refinances for loans sold to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac after September 1st. Their stated reason was in light of market and economic uncertainty resulting in higher risk and costs incurred. More likely, the reason is that they believe the lenders have wide margins and can afford it, and that is, is going to help out with the GSEs to build capital reserves to end government conservatorship. Uh, initially, this fee will be felt by lenders who will have to pay this fee on the locked loans. Pretty bad timing with a recent downturn in the MBS mortgage-backed securities market and with a ton of locks coming in. However, the loan's not locked and going forward, that fee will ultimately be absorbed by the consumer. Now, there are already reports that lenders are sending out repricing to account for this. 
Uh, usually they move a little bit quicker than when the anticipated uh, date is. So you could actually be see, seeing this happening right now today. This is not going to impact purchases, at least for the time being. Now, refinances increased by 9% last week and are up 47% year over year. While this is still very strong, the year over year comparisons are shrinking. Just a few weeks ago, our refinances were up 100% on year over year basis. Uh, refinances made 65.7% of all transactions, up from 63.9% last week. Interest rates decreased from 3.14 to 3.06%, which is 95 basis points, or almost 1% lower than this time last year. Now, buyers are kung fu fighting to win homes, according to Redfin, who said that 56% of single-family homes faced competition followed by 54% of townhomes and 42% of condos. Now, these are national percentages. And are, as far as our local market, I have not seen a contract come across my desk for months that hasn't been in multiple offers. So how are buyers competing in this overly aggressive competitive market? Obviously, they're offering over list price. I've seen on $500,000 Homes, homes going over 100K just to get in for the possibility to win. They're doing pre-inspections, which basically means that they're paying for home inspections up front. So if there's eight offers on the home, eight people are paying for a home inspection, but only one are actually going to get the home. Uh, they're paying over appraised value. So if they buy a $500,000 home and they ended up bidding up to $600,000, for that house, and they're saying that they'll pay the difference of whatever the appraised value might come in low. You want to be really careful there and make sure that you have the funds if the appraisal does, in fact, come in low. Now, they're also waiving finance contingency altogether. And what that means is if anything happens with your financing related to you, the property, the seller, anything goes wrong. And also, it's really important to note when you waive your finance contingency, if you do not close on time, you'll lose your earnest money as well, because that's another thing that people are doing is they're going in with tight closing time turn lines. Really important that you work with a lender that has a high efficiency in managing the process, of course. Uh, Keelan and I do at Highlands uh, Residential Mortgage actually guarantee closings on a 25 calendar day close. So we're uh, pulling some real miracles when it comes to timing. You really want to be aware of that when you're waiving your finance contingency, that that does include that you must close on time. It doesn't mean the seller is not going to extend the closing date, but if you've got a $20,000 earnest money on the line, that's non-refundable. If anything goes wrong or you're out of contract for any reason, they may just keep that 20 grand, put it back on the property, back on the market which by the way, at that time, maybe they're able to get more for the property. So it's a really risky thing, but a lot of people are doing it because they want to get the home. Now, worst case scenario is you're out the earnest money. I had a client uh, ask me if they still have to buy the home. No, you don't have to buy the home, but you are out that earnest money, uh, which could be substantial. Now, it just, it, uh, initial job claims for last week was released showing 963 1,000 uh, individuals who filed for unemployment benefits for the first time. This was 228,000 less than last week and the first reading under 1 million since mid-March. Continuing claims or those continuing to re receive benefits improved by 604,000 to 1.5 million. Now, Frank Martel, president of CEO of CoreLogic, said government and industry relief programs have helped to cushion 
the initial financial blow of the pandemic for millions of U.S. homeowners. COVID-19 and the resulting pressures continue to influence the economic activity of many households. During additional intervention from the federal and the state governments, we are likely to see meaningful spikes in delinquencies over the short to medium term. After failing to reach a deal on extending the CARES Act, President Trump signed um, exclusive orders that will extend unemployment benefits, provide a key role tax holiday, defer student loan payments through 2020, and extend the federal uh, moratorium of evictions. Now, the additional unemployment benefit is dropped for, from $600 per week to $400 and requires the state to kick in $100 so of, that 400, of that $400. Now, states can choose whether or not they want to participate and contribute that additional $100. So if not, that would reduce it down to $300 in some states. Now, the added benefit will last till at least the end of the year, depending on the unemployment. They can claim the benefits retroactively from August 1st. Now, payroll taxes can be deferred through the end of the year if you are earning less than $100,000 per year. However, that has to be paid back. Now, Trump said that if he's reelected, he would terminate the tax and it would be forgiven. Now, in student loans, payments are now deferred through the end of the year, extending the deferral um, to placement of the end of September on evictions as appropriate and consistent with the applicable law to promote the abilities of renters and homeowners to avoid eviction or for forbearance foreclosure resulting from financial hardships caused by COVID-19. Such, such action may be included in encouraging and providing assistance to public housing authorities, affordable housing owners and landlords, and recipients of the federal grant funds in minimizing evictions and foreclosures. Now, there was not a lot of clarity regarding what will actually be done, so we'll have to wait and see, but that's what I wanted to share for our Money Chat today. Coming up next in the Money Hour, adapting entertainment to a world of virtual events, David Schwartz of Orion, Orion Entertainment right here at 1150 AM. Do you want to attune your mind, body, and spirit to your highest potential? Celeste Hoovener, LAC, of Celeste the Rose, helps you achieve your health, wellness, and fitness goals. Celeste has assisted numerous groups and individuals with diverse conditions towards activating and fortifying their lives. Find solutions to your unresolved wellness concerns with Celeste Hoovener, LAC, where traditional foundation meets cutting-edge innovation. Hi, this is Celeste Hoovener, LAC of Celeste the Rose. For more information about my business, visit CelesteTheRose.com or call Seattle Integrative Medicine to book an appointment. Thanks. I look forward to hearing from you soon. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 14th virtual show because of COVID-19. Our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can listen to us on podcast or catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m., 
I'm your host, Tina Mitchell. Normally, Keelan would be chiming in here, but as I mentioned as we started our show today, he's on a road trip with his beautiful family. Uh, it is a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at one 855 or you can go online to themoneyara.com. And in studio right now, David Schwartz of Orion Entertainment, adapting entertainment to the world's world virtual events right here on 1150 AM KKNW. David, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to uh, have you on today. Hi, Tina. Thank you for having me on the show. Yes. And apologies for messing up the uh, pronunciation of your company our first time around there. That is all quite right. all so, right. Thanks, David. So a little bit about David. Uh, he started his DJ company when he was a freshman at the University of Washington. He got to start performing at house parties in the Greek system and eventually transitioned into playing at nightclubs, bars, and private events. Six years later, Dave had performed at hundreds of events across the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Now, our premier destination wedding and events DJ, his love for music and travel has propelled him from Hawaii to Boston. Dave loves to blend unexpected genres and decades together. In 2019, he received recognition from HoneyBooks and the Rising Tide as one of their 20 on the rise from 2019 in the events professional category. In 2020, he was nominated for DJ of the Year and placed six overall in the competition. How exciting, David. And it just shows, again, we only bring in the best of the best in studio. And congratulations on all the success that you are uh, have been having. Well, thank you. So, David, let's go ahead. And I actually normally, Keelan would jump right in and ask the first question, but my co-host is not here. So I guess I'll jump right in and do it. We're talking today about adapting entertainment to the world of virtual events. Uh, so what changes have you made to your business as a result of COVID-19? Well, there's obviously a lot of changes considering that, um, you know, specifically what we do, you know, play music for people and encourage them to get as close together and jump around and do all sorts of crazy things cannot exactly be done in the same way that it was pre-pandemic. So pretty early on, we knew that we were going to have to make a shift into going from in-person events uh, to virtual. Um, I think we, you know, we were one of the first uh, industries really to be affected by the pandemic, um, and we will be the last to return from it. So um, we're, I think uh, the entire events industry is in it for the long haul. Um, and so, yeah, we decided to take, um, you know, our ability to produce high quality events and, and take that to uh, the online space. So we did virtual proms at the end of the school year. Um, we partnered up with some big names in the event industry and really put on, you know, more than just a DJ live stream. We incorporated virtual photo booths and we partnered up with Tagboard to be able to offer a, a social component to the virtual event as well. Um, and, and they look really clean and, and, you know, they're visually uh, stimulating as well. There's lighting production that goes on 
along with the music and all that good stuff. So it's really the, the complete package, but it can kind of be built on uh, if you just want a DJ or if you just want the photo booth, you know, we can uh, really custom tailor it to whatever um, companies or families are envisioning for their uh, virtual event landscape. Yeah. And, you know, it's just so interesting to see uh, business owners like yourself that are in an industry that are being being impacted at such a high level to so quickly adapt to change in a big way. And, you know, if you can look at the uh, glass half full in this, you know, when this is when this is over and people are going back and and taking a look at, you know, their special events that they have that are different than anyone else's events they can go back and watch the uh you know watch how it all unfolded through a zoom or a video um process so yeah very um very exciting that you're in a position that you can still help people enjoy their special day so david what is the most important thing to consider when hiring a professional dj I think the most important thing to connect or to uh, to consider is fit. So whether or not you know you you really gel with with the person, um, I recommend that you know you at least talk to your DJ on the phone. You meet with them uh, over Zoom or back in the day in person. Uh, really get a sense of of not only you know what is their experience involving music, what's their philosophy what's their background because there's so many different kinds of djs and that word has so many different meanings um so just getting a chance to really speak with them and ask those questions i think is is really important um a lot of the times like music and mixing aside um we're the host of your event as well so you know we want people to be comfortable with us we want them um we just want everything to be a good fit so that my personality is going to fit with my client's personality um, and that i will be able to represent them uh professionally and also um with that touch of personal um involved as well yeah, great advice. Um, I'd imagine you probably connect with everybody really well, David, and you're just perfect <laughs> for uh, your line of work and imagine a great host at that uh, you are. So, David, what kinds of events are you doing? You've talked a little bit about uh, those in your platform and what have you, uh, what are some of the favorite events that, that you do, especially in these uh, new times right now? Yeah. So, you know, right now it is all virtual. I did one wedding this entire wedding season. Um, it was just this past weekend. Uh, but with the latest um, order from the governor, you know, receptions have been banned until phase four. So basically all in-person weddings are strictly restricted to ceremonies and there's no party to follow anymore. Um, so we're really not doing anything in person at the moment. Um, but, you know, we do weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, corporate events, uh, nightclubs, but you know, also we live stream events as well. So if you just want a musical component added to any virtual event, there's probably a way for us to be able to incorporate it. Um, we play any and all kind of music. Uh, you know, we don't restrict ourselves to playing just certain genres or anything like that. Uh, we really let our clients tell us what kind of music they want to hear, and then we do the music research if we're not as comfortable with that genre as say another. Um, and and we we do the prep work to to so that nobody knows that maybe we weren't as experienced with that particular type of music prior, but uh, we will 
we will do that to work on the back end to 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 get everything that we need to make a successful event. And so, what is your favorite right now out of what you've uh, listed and shared with us? Yeah, uh, the I think my favorite virtual event that we've done so far uh, was a, a virtual prom. That was a blast. I mean, it was different to interact with the camera as opposed to a group of people, uh, but still being able to see how they were enjoying the event through our photo booth and posting the pictures and also engaging in the chat. You could really feel um, the energy, even though there, you know, there was not a physical party happening except in everybody's different living rooms around the um the state so that was really cool um because it still gave us that same like feeling of of connection and excitement that we would get from doing you know a prom in person but we were able to pull that off online and um it was cool i think the the you know the hard part about doing virtual events is is getting people excited and, and getting people interested in them at all. I think that's, that's been the most difficult thing. Uh, but what we have seen and what we know for a fact is that the people who show up to virtual events and specifically our virtual events, they all have fun. So the hard part is getting people excited. It's, it's hard to get them to show up, but everyone who comes has a great time. So that's really what we try to express when people are planning virtual events and they're not sure of what to do is, you know, do things and take measures to get people excited about those events to get them to show up and then on encourage them to uh, have set up on their side of the virtual event because obviously there's two sides to every virtual event whoever's putting it on and the person listening to it so you know if you're listening to a virtual event on your cell phone uh and you just have it on your cell phone speaker you're not going to have a very good experience but if you take our live stream and you hdmi that to your big screen tv and hook us up through your awesome sound system i mean you're going to have an incredible experience so which it's hard because there is that individual involvement and people are going to have different experiences on whatever platform they're listening to it on. But we really encourage people to get excited, show up and then make the uh, event as awesome as possible that they have control over on their side of the equation. Absolutely. And, you know, you don't want to miss out on these special events. I mean, for couples that are getting married, a lot of them are just delaying and waiting to see what what happens. But, you know, your prom and and graduation, all these things that I mean, this is this is it. So make the best out of it. And something different is new can be fun. So uh, what a great thing again, David, that you're able to be a part of that and help bring that event together and alive. So um, I hear you recently and it's a few DJ competitions. So how do those work? Yeah, so every competition is a little bit different. And I'm kind of grateful to COVID for opening up that side of this uh, industry and this art form for me. I never entered a competition before the last couple ones I did. Um, and that was really gratifying and, and a really awesome experience to be uh, like compared to my my fellow uh, DJs and the people within my community, not only in Washington State, but across the country and internationally as well. Um, so DJ of the Year was a competition put on by uh, Jordan Zwicker, who is a, a DJ based in Vancouver, Canada. And we'd connected through uh, some conferences that we've been to, but he had seen my, my live streams and the virtual events that we were putting on. So he nominated me 
um, for the DJ of the Year competition. And while unfortunately we did not make it through to the finals, uh, we did play sixth overall. Um, and, and it was just a really cool experience for me um, and to be able to showcase a different side of, of what we do, not the wedding side and not the private event side, but really the creative process. Um, and that was just really cool to be recognized that way. Um, and then I also entered a local competition as well, and I, I placed third uh, in, in Seattle. So that was really cool as well. Well, it sounds like you're doing some really big things, David. That's very, uh, very exciting. So, David, we have uh, one minute left in our show, and I would love you to give you an opportunity to just share some final thoughts or, or whatever you'd like to share with our listeners as we wrap up our time together. Yeah, I just I just want everyone to know that while the events community is definitely going through a rough time right now, we will be here on the other side of it, um, and we are looking forward to that day. Um, if uh, you know you do or someone you know is needing a DJ in 2021, 2022, you know, be looking deep down the road because a lot of what happened in 2020 has already been pushed to 2021. So get a get a head start on planning. And if you need a DJ, go to orion-ent.com and uh, check us out. Great, David. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show. It's a pleasure having a conversation with you and sharing your passion and gifts that you have in bringing events together, even in these challenging times. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And coming up next on the Money Hour, creative medicine to live your best life. Celeste Huvener of Celeste Huvener LAC, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. Do you want to attune your mind, body, and spirit to your highest potential? Celeste Hoovener, LAC, of Celeste the Rose, helps you achieve your health, wellness, and fitness goals. Celeste has assisted numerous groups and individuals with diverse conditions towards activating and fortifying their lives. Find solutions to your unresolved wellness concerns with Celeste Hoovener, LAC, where traditional foundation meets cutting-edge innovation. Hi, this is Celeste Hoofener, LAC of Celeste the Rose. For more information about my business, visit CelesteTheRose.com or call Seattle Integrative Medicine to book an appointment. Thanks. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Do you dislike being photographed? Do you cling to that okay picture from 10 years ago? Pierre with Full Rev Photography helps professionals create an emotional connection with their audience through headshots they love. Pierre has helped hundreds with his fun, evidence-based process. For more information, go to headshot.fullrev.com. Again, that's headshot.fullrev, spelled F-O-L-R-E-V.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 14th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can catch us on podcast, also on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, flying uh, solo today without my co-host, Keelan. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the amazing guests that we have on the show. 
please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now in studio, Celeste Hoovener of Celeste Hoovener LAC, Creative Medicine to Live Your Best Life right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Celeste, welcome to the show. How are you? So good to see you. It's awesome to see you too. Thank you so much for uh, for joining the show today. And a little bit about Celeste. Celeste offers creative medicine and resources for her business to help activate and fortify the life of those around her. She is a licensed acupuncturist, TCM practitioner, and performing artist. In her consultations and treatment, she incorporates traditional and modern acupuncture techniques in combination with medical GI gung herbism, I'll let you pronounce that later, and lifestyle management. Through her performances of art, she shares the concepts and fruits of her medicine. She facilitates patients in realizing their health, wellness, and fitness goals by attuning them to their optimum flow of mind, body, and spirit. Again, really excited for you to uh, share your message with our listeners today. So, Celeste, what brought you to the healing arts? So, I throughout my life, I felt that my passions and my problems ended up leading me into my current career. So, essentially, I loved figuring out more about the body and the systems and how, how, how everything worked. The more I dove into athletics and the arts growing up, I played many sports, did dance, and got into the creative arts through music and began performing as a singer-songwriter in high school and um, continued on throughout my education and career. Um, while I was first beginning that creative spark um, it performing, I became really interested with different aspects of activism and things to help people live a better life. And uh, that brought me into wanting to study political science. And after about a term of that, I felt a little bit too in my head to try to solve all these things that I felt as issues. And uh, then uh, my mentor and employer at the time, Dr. Marco Bespignani, who I now get to share in practice with, um, had encouraged me in the way of medicine. Uh, he's a naturopathic doctor. And so from there, that was 10 years ago, I started studying um, body work through massage therapy. And that was my entrance into what has now been a 10-year cultivation of my practice. It sounds like it's a beautiful journey to from where you were at to be able to bring your passions and your gifts into where you're at today and how you're supporting uh, and serving people that need your services. So let's talk about what those services are and what your business offers, Celeste. Yeah, definitely. So the most tangible way somebody can receive assistance along their path through me is by coming in and seeing me at in clinic. So I treat at a few clinics around the Seattle area. My primary practice is located at Seattle Integrative Medicine 
It's a group where I work with six naturopathic doctors, and I am the acupuncturist TCM practitioner at this location. And so you can come in, you can get a treatment, um, which always begins with a consultation to find out what you really need uh, along your way. And my different treatment modalities range between acupuncture, herbalism, medical qigong, which is essentially therapeutic exercises that are fueled with um, mindfulness and breathing techniques, and also an array of different activities and lifestyle adjustments that would help you balance your life. And balance is the core of Chinese medicine. So essentially, we're helping create balance in the way that would benefit you. So that that stems from your desires. And so everything is custom to what you like and what you're going through. Um, so I also offer uh, healing events, um, and these can uh, can be smaller and larger. Um, I've I've uh, journeyed in my performing arts into what is um, called ritual performance, and it's where we have an intention to share with the audience where we're sharing a certain message. Um, so creativity and the entertainment industry is a huge influencer for our populations in general. So what can we infuse that would be a message uh, that would help somebody heal or balance in their life? So mm. I've had opportunities to share this in front of thousands of people at music festivals and different city events and also in yeah. small six-person groups. So it's been fun. So let's let's talk about Celeste and what makes these offerings so important during these challenging times. Because uh, you know, I I love how you talk about balance because I believe everything has to have that balance in order for it to be in a perfect harmony. So let's let's talk about today and what's happening and how it really comes into play at a high level. Absolutely, the key is definitely balance. So I appreciate you mentioning that. It's um huge right now is that we're experiencing what feels like huge shifts from one way to the other. And some people might perceive something as very bad or very intense, but in reality, it's just part of our universe now and we're accepting this. And so we have options. We have endless options as the human genius beings that we are and have the potential to be. It's just a matter of calming the mind and seeing how we can improve in the ways that we can. So um, through through this time especially, we can do things to help fortify our immune system. We can do things to help balance different tensions in social groups and, and everything to make sure that everyone's heard because what's going on in our society and in our ecosystem is going on inside of us so we are part of a whole and the more that we can become radiant and true to ourselves the more that's reflected so simply we can uh, yeah we're all in this together and there's many options to explore yeah and i have uh, i've definitely found in my journey through uh, life that challenging times have a lot of great things that come out of it, but you you really need to be able to brace that. You need to be, get, be able to get yourself in a best uh, space, actually do a keynote tragedy to triumph where I talk about that a lot. And you kind of have to go through the journey to figure out for yourself what that looks like for you. And not that I would wish challenging times for 
uh, myself or anyone else, but I'm never afraid of them. And I know that there's huge opportunities that come out of them uh, and that's for everybody. So let's talk about uh, the type of treatments that you offer select. Yeah, so I offer individual treatments and group treatments, essentially um, kind of what I had been speaking of before. You can um, come in and see me at clinic and also um, perhaps an event or invite me to speak or do a guided meditation, that sort of thing at, at a group. There's always something for everyone. Well, you know, I'm definitely going to have to have uh, Victoria connect with you and get you uh, scheduled for a power hour lunch and learn. Uh, that would be very awesome to have you come in and uh, present and talk on that. So, uh, Celeste, let's talk about your demographic of people that you can treat. And do you have a, a specialty? Yeah. So within my scope of practice, really all who are willing to come in and receive treatment and help them, you know, help others help themselves. So if you want to come in, we can help you and we can help anyone, um, whether that's connecting with a piece of creative work that resonates with you or coming in and getting treatment directly. Um, my specialties, I love working with other performance artists and athletes. So having the privilege to work with um, people who might be into everything from circus to football, basketball, volleyball, cyclists, um, I, I really enjoy. Uh, and really anyone who is seeking wellness, it, it just warms my heart to hear other people be excited in their journey and supporting them. So really, if you're curious and want to learn and grow and maybe try out a couple of things in that, I'm always happy to talk and share and grow together because I'm always learning and growing as well with it. Yeah, and you see, you didn't, you didn't say buy-in. Uh, I was trying to make a mental note of the words that you use, but you know, basically, that your patients they really have to they have to buy in and be part of the process because uh, you can only do so much on your side to get them to that magical space uh, by creating these opportunities for them. So let's talk about how, in in spirit of that, your work um, really helps in with your patients. What is that looking like on the other end? Yeah, you bring up a great point there. And that brings me to the healer within. We all have our healer within. So I consider myself, um, I've mastered certain healing arts, but for you, I will facilitate your healing. That means that you are doing the healing. So for instance, with the acupuncture needles, when I'm needling, these needles are helping guide and point you in the direction of your most optimal flow, that it brings your mind and your awareness and your neuro and all of these neuropeptides, different healing factors that come into these spaces when you yourself are attuned. So it's bringing you into a mindset and giving you the tools and treatment time and space to settle into yourself and relax and connect with that core of who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds so beautiful. Uh, Celeste, Celeste, we have a minute left of my conversation with you. What would you like to leave with our listeners? Great, thanks. What was that again? What would we like? Oh, um, closing statement? Uh, when, oh, yeah, we have one minute left in our conversation. So what would you like to leave with our guest today? Oh, Can you um, hear me okay, Celeste? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I, yeah? I mean, Liz, thanks for having me so much. This has been really amazing. And um, you can come and see me for a treatment at Seattle Integrative Medicine. Also, feel free to reach out to me. You can find my website at celestetherose.com. Um, one of the um, umbrellas, my other um, trade names is Celeste the Rose. So you can find that for housing my creative arts uh, and healing medicine resources on there. And um, feel free to reach out with any questions or comments. We'd be happy to hear. Wonderful, Celeste. Thank you so much for joining the show and for the beautiful work that you're doing uh, in our community. Thank you so much, Tina. And you as well. I really um, appreciate all the inspiring insights that you are giving and shedding light on an area that I need to uh, learn more about, about the money and finances. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you for that shout out. Uh, coming up next in the Money Hour, is your faith the missing piece of your marketing plan? We have Pierre Turville of Full Rev Photography right here on 1150 AM KPNW. to attune your mind, body, and spirit to your highest potential? Celeste Hoovener, LAC, of Celeste the Rose, helps you achieve your health, wellness, and fitness goals. Celeste has assisted numerous groups and individuals with diverse conditions towards activating and fortifying their lives. Find solutions to your unresolved wellness concerns with Celeste Hoovener, LAC, where traditional foundation meets cutting-edge innovation. Hi, this is Celeste Hoofener, LAC of Celeste the Rose. For more information about my business, visit CelesteTheRose.com or call Seattle Integrative Medicine to book an appointment. Thanks. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Do you dislike being photographed? Do you cling to that okay picture from 10 years ago? Pierre with Full Rev Photography helps professionals create an emotional connection with their audience through headshots they love. Pierre has helped hundreds with his fun, evidence-based process. For more information, go to headshot.fullrev.com. Again, that's headshot.fullrev, spelled F-O-L-R-E-V.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 14th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can listen to our show on podcast. Also catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, flying solo today. No co-host, but he'll be back next week. We bring in studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything money. And we are here to help you in today's economy. Uh, now in studio, we have Pierre Ferval of Full Rev Photography. Is your face the missing piece of your marketing plan right here at 1150 AM KKNW? Pierre, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tina. 
Very excited to have you. And actually, I just had a conversation uh, with Pierre, I think a couple days ago, just needing to get all of my uh, headshots and things updated because it really does make a difference. And when I, I went out and took a look at his website, the, the connection that I felt with the people that he has brought to life through uh, photography, I was just really excited to have him come in and showcase his gift on our show. A little bit about Pierre. Pierre is a French portrait. I think that makes it um, uh, really exciting as well. A headshot photographer with a background in marketing and being the voice of his customers. He owns Full Rev Photography, a small brick and mortar portrait studio on Front Street in Issaquah, Washington. Again, Pierre, welcome to the show. Thank you. And so, Pierre, let's go ahead and start right out with uh, what is a headshot and how is it different from just a selfie? Uh, good question. Um, headshot and selfie is, are all about communicating about ourselves. Just the, the, the headshot is on the personal side, so you try to communicate to people you know. Headshot is about who don't necessarily know you or don't know you in an intimate level. So that's the main difference. Uh, and then, you know, there's a, a quality as a uh, better frame, better everything on by professional. Yeah, and, and definitely the gift behind it, uh, Pierre, is the you magic, you know, to really be able. Yeah, you're, for some reason, you're cutting out a little bit. So maybe uh, when you're talking, uh, not to move, possibly. We were fine before we started the show, but this is what happened okay. when you do a Facebook Live, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, will be, uh, will be great. So um, what about the what's the difference between a portrait and a headshot so there is a um, couple of aspects in uh, uh, for there's a couple of views of uh, photography uh, photography photography can be used as uh, as a memorandum so something to remember something something else it can be you know remember your parking spot uh, your parking spot or remember your vacations um, that's one thing. The other thing is about celebrating people. Celebration. So portrait is about celebrating someone. So someone in your life, uh, your kid, your high school senior, uh, your wedding, whatever. Uh, and uh, the third thing, the third aspect uh, is the communication. And basically, headshot is a communication tool. It's only a communication tool like, uh, like a podcast, right? That's the idea. Yes, and, and so true. I mean, being able to capture those moments through uh, through photo is so important and to be able to connect back to those uh, memories that you have in that process. Let's switch and talk a little bit about the business side of it and how a headshot, headshot can really help you getting you connected at a higher level with your uh, perfect target market. Yeah, so first thing, you need to know is a headshot is um, uh, um, is is a tool where people will, will make a judgment on you. So you make a first impression with a headshot. In fact, you know uh, when you come to my studio, I do this experiment uh, with all my clients, and I show them you know headshots up to one tenth of a second, and I ask I ask them to make a judgment on the person they see on the headshot, and they're completely able to do that, and they don't hesitate to do that. So you make a a judgment so you it's completely unconscious but you make a judgment on people uh, first impression on people based on their headshot so if you have a good headshot you know it helps a lot to uh to deliver that that uh that impression yeah um, that first impression is such 
Oh, go ahead, Pierre. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then you know uh, it, it it there has been some 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 experiment done across the world that uh, uh, the, the the headshot of a can, uh, political candidate is the best single predictor of the result of an election. So they're able to manage you know the seventy percent accuracy rate in uh, the result of uh, the the gubernatorials in the U.S. based on a headshot. They have been able to uh, uh, to do the, the national election in France by 70% to the national assembly in France, 70% just based on a headshot. So it's the best predictor of an election. People choose and make decisions based on a, just the, the the headshot because our brain trained to uh, doesn't like to be over have, uh, the vacuum of information and doesn't have to have too many informations. So. When we get to that stage, you know, we choose by the what our brain is designed to do. So judge based on a figure, on a face. Well, we know first impression is a lasting impression. So whatever that first connection is that you have through that first image that you see of that person is likely a benefit of the lasting or risk of a lasting, depending on how well that is. So let's talk about uh, what makes a good headshot versus a not so good one? So the basic of a good headshot is uh, first you need to look uh, confident because confident uh, convey the message of competency. So if you don't look confident, you're not competent. You, you, you're not competent, right? In the, the eyes of the other person. And the second thing is you need to be approachable. And being approachable, for example, in the on uh, in Asia and uh, here in the West Coast in Seattle. Is a little bit different. People like are more likely to have a big bright smile here than they would do in Asia. But the, the, the idea is the same. So you need to be approachable and you need to be competent. That's the basic. Then it needs to look like you. It needs to, to be actual. So it's not you like it were 20 years ago because when they when the you know when someone will see you in real life, you know they will have there is a disconnect, a, a big disconnect between what they. See saw you before and when they see you before, then they will lose trust on you. So that's the, the, the four main important aspect of it. Yeah, and I'd imagine too, that would definitely come into a possible uh, question in, in integrity level if you look a lot yeah. uh, different than what your headshot does. You know, yeah, you'll, you'll see my headshot rocking some bangs and it has been a few years. And that's why I have connected with Pierre to update my headshot as your host, you know, got to improve on uh, things as well. So Pierre, let's talk about how you can measure the effectiveness of what that new headshot is doing for you and your business. So the, uh... First, there, there are tools to measure the, the effectiveness of a headshot. So uh, you, you can, uh, there are tools online that where you can, you know, submit your headshot and they will send that to anonymous people and they will rate the, 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 the headshot or headshots you have to, to help you choose the one which might make the best, uh, the best sense. Um, there are AI-based uh, solutions also that do something like that. Um, they're all based on the idea that, um, that you meet the four criteria I told you. Uh, the or, or you can try. You can trust your photographer actually. If you if if, if it's someone who is doing a mostly a shot, uh, you can trust him because he knows a little bit what 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 a headshot tells to people. So 
when I do headshot uh, with my client, I always spend time with them reviewing the headshots. I'm not choosing for them because they need to love their headshot. And that's the most uh, very important part of it. So from the headshot they love, I can tell them, you know, what does this headshot tell about you? And, you know, it might be, you know, you're more friendly here or you look more confident here or you, 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 you seem more open to discussion here. You seem more affirmative here. So these kind of things that can help us. Yeah, definitely trust the expertise of the person that you're hiring to catch, capture that perfect uh, headshot. So what if someone comes to you, Kara, and says, I'm not uh, photogenic? So uh, about 80% of the population thinks they are not photogenic. So the first thing is uh, no one cares if you're not photogenic. Uh, so when you do a headshot, people are not looking at uh, how cute you are. They're looking about what, uh, you know, confidence and, uh, and approachability. That's the first thing. Second thing is, uh, if you have a good photographer, it will make you confident in the process. And so you will look, uh, you will look confident and you will look uh, photogenic. Photogenic means, I'm not photogenic, means I'm not confident in myself in the way I look. So photographer is here to, to help you with that. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of like when somebody says, I don't want to get on video because I don't like the way that I look on video. The reality is, is how we look on video is how we look face to face. So same thing in, you know, a photograph, it is a picture of, of who you are and people are seeing you face to face all the time. So uh, you definitely want to rock that, that beautifulness that we all, uh, that we all have. So Pierre, what about how often should you update your headshot? I'm afraid of your answer here. <laughs> so that, that different different uh, stage. So if you're an actor, so actors need to, uh, for example, to 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 update their headshot every uh, uh, every year to every two years. That's a recommended uh, uh, industry standard. For professional, uh, for professional, you know, it's basically two to three years is the ideal. So okay. you leave it more Perfect. time than than actors. Okay, good. Not every year. So that's a good thing. I'm still a little <laughs> bit behind. So we've got a minute left here. I just want to ask you two really quick questions. Uh, what's the typical investment for a headshot? And what is one tip that you can give our listeners when uh, getting ready for a headshot? So, um, so the, the budget for headshots start at $200, typically $200, $250 for uh, photographers here in Seattle. Uh, and it goes up to whatever, 700, 700, 800, depending on how much image you want and the kind of processing you want and the, the conditions, the, the kind of the notoriety, notoriety of the photographer, all, all these kind of things play into a role. So between 200 and 700. And the best tip I give for, for people uh, coming there is that come relax and, and, uh, and uh, have a good night's sleep the night before because you need, you need that. That's the best way to be confident in yourself and to be relaxed and you uh, and to smile and to be happy. But that's it. A great tip. And yeah, so uh, reach out to Pierre. You can catch, uh, connect with any of our guests on the show by going to themoneyhour.com or reaching out uh, via phone, uh, 1-855-411-50. And take a look at Pierre's website. I love uh, the photo, photo that you've bought with um, one of your clients where you have three different expressions for her. She's serious, she's having fun, and this is all in headshots. So I think that's what I wanna do. Uh, for mine. I really love that. And what a great way to connect on the different personalities that we have. So thank you for coming in. And thank you to each of you uh, for being here and sharing your gift, your passion and your expertise uh, with our listeners here on 1150 AM KKNW. Thank you.
And this is your host signing off for the day, local mortgage expert right here in Seattle, Washington. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday uh, and your weekend. We look forward to talking more money with you next weekend. And Keelan will be back right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.